Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn, and welcome to the Saint Friends Podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today's Saint Friend is one who shows us that it's okay to make mistakes as long as we admit that we were wrong. Though in this case, the mistake was simply trying to figure out which of two and later three men was rightly elected as Pope. So let's jump into one of the biggest arguments in church history that didn't result in the creation of a few hundred new denominations with our new friend, St. Vincent Ferrer. Vincent Ferrer was born in Valencia, Spain, on the coast of the Balearic Sea on January 23rd in the year 1350. His father, Huiem, was the younger of two brothers who were both knighted for their part in the conquest of Valencia in 1238, and he married a young woman named Constantia, whose family was also knighted during the same conquest. Vincent was born as their fourth child and went to school in Valencia, completing his philosophy course by the age of 14. Despite his parents not approving it, Vincent entered into the Dominican order in 1367 and was sent to Barcelona to study further. Within three years, he was teaching the philosophy course. In 1373, famine came to Barcelona, and many people were suffering. Vincent, one day while preaching, revealed that God had told him about a ship approaching with food, and sure enough, the ship arrived shortly after. When he finished all his studies, Vincent was ordained as a priest in 1379 by Cardinal Pedro de Luna, a name you're going to need to remember for this episode because he makes life complicated for poor Vincent. We'll come back to it in a minute, but the big issue of the time was that for over 70 years since 1309, the Pope, generally known as the Bishop of Rome, was not living in Rome, but in Avignon, France instead. I mean, if given the choice between living in an old, crumbling, disease-filled city or the south of France, which would you choose? Well, in 1377, Pope Gregory XI moved the papacy back to Rome. He decided it was still a crummy place to live and made his intentions clear to return to France, but before he could, he died. A new quote-unquote Roman pope was elected and took the name Urban VI, but soon after, most of the cardinals who had elected him realized he was a pretty unpleasant dude. There are no takebacks when it comes to electing the successor of Peter, but the cardinals elected another man as Pope, Clement VII, who was obviously not welcome in Rome, so he moved back to Avignon. This Avignon anti-pope and the Roman Pope went back and forth between who had final authority over the church, and there were good people, some of them future saints like our new friend Vincent, found on both sides of the schism. With most of Europe respecting the authority of the papacy, an interior church problem became an international political crisis, with different countries pledging support to either the Pope or anti-Pope. Vincent and his ordaining bishop, Cardinal Pedro de Luna, were heavily in the anti-Pope camp, and for over 30 years, Vincent traveled around Europe doing various holy work in the name of the church. He famously converted a rabbi who became a bishop along with hundreds of other people 
which is made even more interesting because he only spoke Limousin, a very particular dialect used basically only in Valencia. Around the year 1395, Vincent was unexpectedly called before the Spanish Inquisition because he had been preaching some things that people weren't happy with. When he was taken to the antipope to be quote-unquote dealt with, Vincent was pleasantly surprised to find his old friend Cardinal Pedro de Luna sitting on the antipapal throne as antipope Benedict XIII. The antipope burned the Inquisition's report about Vincent in front of everyone and returned him to his ministerial work. In 1408, Vincent was in Genoa, caring for those who were still suffering from the Black Plague, which had only happened 50 years earlier. The antipope came into town because he and Pope Gregory XII had agreed to meet and discuss an end to the schism. Just to keep you updated, the Roman pope who was there at the start of the schism was Urban VI. He died and was replaced by Boniface IX, then Innocent VII, and now Gregory XII. Vincent pleaded with his friend, Antipope Benedict XIII, to end the schism and bring healing to the church, but the meeting of pope and antipope ended with even more arguments. Vincent returned to Spain after seeing no resolution in sight, and sought to simply evangelize and stay far away from the papal authority question. In 1409, the cardinals tried to fix the whole thing by electing a new pope to replace both the pope and antipope, thus creating the other antipope, Alexander V, who only lived for a year before being replaced by John XXIII, which, if you know anything about modern popes, this makes things even more confusing. So while the rest of European Christendom was now dealing with how to handle three different men, all elected by the College of Cardinals, claiming to be Pope, Vincent was successfully converting pagans, Jews, and Muslims in Spain until he was summoned by King Ferdinand, who incidentally is the grandfather of Ferdinand II, who sent Columbus on his trip to America. King Ferdinand explained to Vincent the situation with the Pope and anti-popes and that it was ripping Europe apart. The new plan was to have all of them step down at once, and a new, single pope would be elected. Antipope John XXIII agreed, as did the real pope, Gregory XII. By the way, when Gregory steps down, he'd be the last to do so, until Pope Benedict XVI in 2013. Okay, so back to the problematic antipope, Benedict XIII, who refused to step down. Our new friend Vincent began to understand that a real pope would choose to step down to bring peace to the church. And if his friend wouldn't do that, then he was never rightly Pope. Vincent publicly renounced Benedict, telling everyone that he had been wrong, and Catholics must support the newly elected Pope Martin V. One thing I've yet to mention is what our friend Vincent said to all these people for 30 years that caused this tidal wave of conversion everywhere he went. Well, mostly he spoke about the need for everyone to repent for the things they did wrong, and do good works to make up for them as they prepared for the final judgment. Obviously, his words were more stirring than that, but it's such a strong message that it worked wonders for Vincent for all those years. Vincent usually slept on the floor and fasted every day, waking up at two in the morning to pray and celebrate Mass, all while tending to the sick and preaching to the people of whatever town he was in. Vincent ultimately died in Brittany, the extreme northwestern region of France, on April 5th in 1419. Thanks for joining me today as we talked about a man who made a single mistake for decades and repented when he saw what he had been doing was wrong, all while unsuccessfully trying to stay out of international politics. St. Vincent Ferrer. 
Just a reminder to leave us a review, reach out to us by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com, or on social media at saintfriendspod. Of course, you can always visit us at our website, saintfriends.com. As we wrap up, we ask for the prayers of our new saint friend. May we, like Vincent, see when we're going the wrong way, even if it takes us a long time to realize it, and help us to have the strength and courage to tell others that we were wrong, especially if we had led them astray. Vincent lived at a time where there were two and then three popes. May he help us to prayerfully understand the singular authority of the rightful successor of the chair of St. Peter in our own lives today. We say together, St. Vincent Ferrer, pray for us.